I'm Terence Rolston, President of Focus on the Family Canada. Hurting families turn to us each day looking for help with the challenges they and their kids or grandkids are facing. Through the support of individuals like you, we can help these families deal with issues like anxiety, depression, family conflict, and more. Will you donate today? Your donation will equip us to respond to these and other issues that families need help with. To donate, visit focusonthefamily.ca. Thank you for your support. On today's special Christmas Eve edition of Focus on the Family, you're going to hear an engaging presentation from our Adventures in Odyssey team. What's this item here? The Christmas Banquet. You know, every Christmas we have a banquet for the homeless and the unemployed, the the people who can't afford to feed themselves a nice Christmas meal. That's a lot of money, son. I'll be honest with you, George. I haven't been terribly happy with your work here as a pastor. You come up with programs like this that don't come close to paying for themselves, and what happens? You come back to me crying for more money. Well, this is going to be a fun and lively presentation for you on today's Focus on the Family, and your host is Focus President and author Jim Daly. I'm John Fuller. John, our Adventures in Odyssey team is so creative and talented, and I think it's one of the best things we do here at Focus on the Family to reach children and their parents, and especially with the gospel message. And today's drama takes a unique spin on It's a Wonderful Life, one of my favorites, as we hear the story of George Barkley, a pastor in Pokenberry Falls, who is discouraged about his struggling church and his ability to do what God has called him to do. And it's a great reminder that even when we feel inadequate, which, um, you know, is probably most of us at different times in our lives, uh, God will put people into our lives and allow situations to occur where we can see glimpses of what he's doing in and through us. And so I hope in the midst of your celebrations today, as you're trying to get everything together, you can sit down with your family to hear the first part of this heartwarming message. And I'll encourage you to stick uh, with us all the way through. We'll have a special uh, opportunity for you to learn about the Odyssey Adventure Club uh, later on. Let's go ahead and hear now this special presentation from our Adventures in Odyssey team. It's called It's a Pokenberry Christmas on today's Focus on the Family. Turn off the radio for a minute, will you, Eugene? Uh, yes, sir, Mr. Whitaker. Uh, is something wrong? Well, I got a letter from Mary Barkley this morning. Things aren't going very well in Pokenberry Falls. Oh, that's too bad. What exactly is the problem? Well, George is terribly discouraged. Hmm. He's had a hard time pastoring the church there. Attendance is low. And he's having constant battles with one of the elders, a very wealthy leader in town named Barry Lionel. Hmm. Well, according to Mary, George feels so bad that... He's thinking of giving up his work there. Oh, my, that sounds terribly serious. Is there anything we can do? Well, I was thinking that it might help him to see an old friend from Odyssey. Ah, but, but Christmas is only two days away. What, what about your family? Well, Jason and I weren't supposed to rendezvous with Jana's until the day after Christmas. What about you? Oh, I made no particular plans this Christmas. Mr. Shanks decided to take his entire family to London for the holiday. Huh. Uh, Mr. Whitaker, uh, do you think it would be advantageous for George Barkley to see... Two old friends from Odyssey? <laughs> I think so, Eugene. If you don't have any plans, I'd love to have you join me. I'll pack immediately. And here 
comes the scare baby, my big sister, Donna Barkley. I'm not scared, and I'll go a lot further than you did. You're just getting a big head because you got that big college scholarship and they're having a big party for you later. Big deal. Jealous? Yeah, right. <clears throat> We're here at the Pokenberry Falls Winter Olympics, and Jimmy Barkley has just set the world's record, in Pokenberry Falls at least, for sledding down Potter's Hill and halfway across the ice of Violet Lake to... Where's my marker? Oh, the big oak tree of no fixed name. And the question on everybody's lips, can Donna Barkley beat Jimmy's record? No sweat. Be careful. Watch, Stuart. Donna's going to sled down the hill. I want to build a snowman. Here I go. Yes, but can she beat Jimmy's record while being pelted with snowballs? Come on. Jimmy, that's not fair. She beats Jimmy's record and... And she's broken through the ice. Ladies and gentlemen, she's broken through the ice. Donna! Donna! I'm all right. It's not deep. I just got my sleeves wet. Well, be careful. Don't catch a cold. Help me up, Jimmy. Help you up? <sighs> Let's see about that snowman, okay, Stuart? Okay. Mommy, why won't Daddy come play in the snow with us? Because he has to talk to Mr. Lionel about things at the church. In that big car? Yes, in the big car. It's called a limousine. Why does he have such a big car? Because Mr. Lionel has a lot of money and can afford to have a big car. We don't have a lot of money. No, Stuart. We don't. Okay, now it's my turn. Go ahead! While I wrap some rocks up in snowballs. Bonza! <laughs> yeah, what's this? You need more money for music? It's not like we have a choir or anything. Well, I need sheet music for the specials we occasionally do. Specials you and your family occasionally do. Well, we sing because we can't get anyone else to. Uh, music livens up the service. It helps the worship. Yeah, well, you're not paid to be a canary, George. No, sir, I'm not. What's this item here? The Christmas Banquet. You know, every Christmas we have a banquet for the homeless and the unemployed, the, uh -huh. the people who can't afford to feed themselves a nice Christmas meal. That's a lot of money, son. But it's worth it, we think. Not only does it give them a hot meal, but I think it feeds them a little hope, too. I'll be honest with you, George. I haven't been terribly happy with your work here as a pastor. You come up with programs like this that don't come close to paying for themselves, and what happens? You come back to me crying for more money. I'm not crying, Mr. Lionel. Well, you're begging. That's a whole lot worse. All I'm asking for is another month's worth Have of... you put any real pressure on the congregation to increase their ties? Times are bad. A lot of those people are out of work. Well, that's not my problem. But it has to be somebody's problem. Otherwise, what good is the church? Ah, an excellent question. I just don't understand you, Mr. Lionel. You have no family, no children. You can't begin to spend all the money you've got. So I suppose I should give it to a lot of miserable failures, like the church, to spend it for me. You're our head elder. If we can't turn to you, then who can we turn to? <laughs> Another excellent question. And that leads to my real purpose for this meeting. I have come to the conclusion that this church is not necessary to this town. If people want to go to church, they can drive over to Rupert. That town has plenty of them. And they are thriving, George. Do you understand the concept of a thriving church? I'm doing the best I can, but we're a small congregation. You know that. 
There's only so much I can do to draw people in. It's not good enough, George. Frankly, I am tired of keeping the church financially afloat. I've better things to do with my money. And the land. What? You have better things to do with the land the church is sitting on. It'd make a nice addition to your resort's golf course, wouldn't it? What are you implying? I'm saying that you have a lot to gain if you close down the church. You own everything else around here. Why not that, too? I may as well own it, too, for all the money I keep pumping into the thing. Forgive me, but I thought you gave as a matter of duty, tithing back to God part of what he's given to you. I don't mind tithing to God, but I'm getting fed up with supporting the rest of the lazy rabble around here who won't pull their weight. And I don't think you're helping things at all. Now, wait a minute. Hold on, Mr. Mm -hmm. Lionel. You can say whatever you want against me. I mean... Why I ever came to this town, I still don't know. But when you talk about the people, the congregation like they're nothing but rabble, well, just because they don't have money like you do or drive around in a big limo or run a resort, that doesn't mean they're lazy or don't pull their weight. Well... In the time I've been here, I've seen people who work hard just to survive. They give what they can to the church, not from their surplus like you, but from their hearts. So just remember that this rabble you're talking about are your fellow Christians who are good and decent and caring. But that's not good enough for you, is it? To you, a warped, frustrated, rich old man, they're sheep. But in my book, they're men and women of God, loved by him and willing to do their best for him with what little they have, which makes them richer than you'll ever be. Sentimental hogwash. I'm not interested in your book or your dramatic speeches. I'm talking about the church. I know exactly what you're talking about, Mr. Lionel. Now, if you'll excuse me, my family is waiting for me. I'm not bailing you out this month, Barkley. And if you can't pay the bills, then you'll have to close the church down. Do you understand? You'll have to close the church. George! George, over here! Come help us build a snowman! Come on, Daddy! I'm sorry, everybody, but I I think I'll walk over to the church for a minute and see Alice. Oh, George, do you have to now? Yeah, I I think I better. Well, we'll meet you at home later. Oh, and don't forget to bring home a wreath. Alice? Alice, are you here? Oh, hi, I passed her. What is going on here? I, di- I didn't expect you back today. I thought you were sledding with your family. Well, I was until Mr. Lionel showed up. Forget about that. What are you doing? It looks like a tornado went through this place. Were we robbed? No. Actually, I I did this. I, I lost something. What? The deposit slip for the $800 I thought I put in the bank last week. I don't understand. I thought I deposited the money, but the bank statement came and it wasn't on there. So I called them, and they have no record of the deposit at all. They've checked everywhere. So I've been looking for the deposit slip. No, this isn't possible. I'm sorry, Pastor. I I think I deposited the money, I think. I mean, where else would it be? But I can't find that slip. I'll help you look for it. Maybe it's... Maybe, maybe it's my bookkeeping. I never said I was a good treasurer for the church. They voted me into the position when I was out of town, remember? I'm so sorry. I feel terrible. All right, all right. Let's, let's think about this. We'll go over everything you've done since you took the money to the bank. Okay, okay. So you stopped to buy some gum, and then you went to the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. 
Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was a lollipop instead of... I don't care about what you bought, Ellis. We've got to find the money. Don't you understand? Yeah. We can't pay our bills this month. Are you sure you didn't hide it somewhere? Maybe in a secret place. I've gone over the whole entire town, Pastor. Even in places that have been locked ever since I lost my pilot's license. Hangar 4 at the airport. Listen to me, Ellis. You have to think. Think! I can't think anymore, Pastor. I cannot think. It hurts. Don't you realize what this means? No Christmas bonus? No, it means going to Rupert for church. It means no more local worship, no community outreach, no personal contact, and a long tradition of Christian fellowship, and Pokenberry Falls is gone completely. No. No one of us is going to Rupert. Uh. Well, it's not going to be me. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. Looking for advice on how to stay sane while you parent your children? Or some great laughs and heartfelt stories about how God works in the family? Focus on the Family invites you to join listeners from across the country as they tune into the daily broadcast with Jim Daly and John Fuller. Get the free app for your Apple, Android, or Windows mobile device and receive inspirational, godly encouragement when you need it most. Get the free app today at focusonthefamily.ca slash mobile or visit your Apple, Google, or Windows app store. At Focus on the Family Canada, we're always seeking to meet the changing and growing needs of your family. That's why we've developed our free Focus on the Family magazine. It's spiritually grounded and relevant to your needs. Get your free subscription at focusonthefamily.ca. Find parenting tips, practical marriage guidance, useful advice on media, and encouraging ways to help your family grow in Christ. Sign up for your free subscription of Focus on the Family magazine today. Visit focusonthefamily.ca. Focus on the Family Canada's Hope Restored Marriage Intensive Program is a proven program designed to save couples from the brink of divorce. For over 15 years, Hope Restored Marriage Intensives have helped more than 4,500 couples, and over 80% of those surveyed are still together two years after attending. If you or someone you know is facing a crisis in their marriage, please call Focus on the Family Canada today at 1-833-999-HOPE or visit hoperestoredcanada.ca to find out more. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming. Hello, darling. Hey, Dad. So, what do you think? God bless you. God bless you, everyone. Wrong movie. Did you bring the wreath? Wreath? The wreath to hang in the window. Oh, uh, I forgot it, sir. Is it snowing? Yeah, it just started. Where's your coat? What, is this some kind of interrogation? I must have left my coat at the office, along with the wreath and everything else we hold so dear. What's the matter? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Another red-letter day for the Barclays, that's all. Jimmy, do you have to play that thing now? I'm practicing for tonight. It's my debut. You don't want me to embarrass myself in front of everybody, do you? <laughs> Why change now? Ho, ho, ho. Everybody? What everybody? The combination Christmas and scholarship celebration for Donna. I thought we were doing that at the church. We're doing it here? I don't want everybody coming here. The church is too cold since you started that utility savings program. Relax, George. Do you think it would be appropriate to give a speech tonight? How should I know? Ask your mother. Whoa. Why don't you tell us what's wrong? What's wrong? I'd like somebody to tell me what's right. What are we doing here anyway? We gave up a nice situation in Odyssey to come to this... this... 
crummy, drafty old town. You forgot measly, Dad. Crummy, drafty, measly old town. George. Where's Stuart? Why isn't he down here to witness his father's nervous breakdown? He's up in bed. In bed? Little Tommy Welsh was trying to teach him to ride his bike, and one of the pedals broke. The pedal broke in the bike I just bought him? It's not like it was new, George. Anyway, he fell off and hurt his ankle. The doctor said he'll be fine. The doctor? You took him to the doctor? And why was Tommy teaching him to ride a bike anyway? Because you didn't have time this afternoon, remember? You promised you'd show him the basics and then left for the church. I better go up and talk to him. Good idea. Spread the joy. So what happened to you, little man? I fell off my bike. I hurt my ankle. See? Now lie still. I can see your ankle without you getting up. Ah! What's this? The pedal broke. You brought the pedal to bed with you? Fix it. Give it here. I'll see what I can do. Give it some oil. Just leave it with me, Stuart. Now, do you know what I want you to do? What? I want you to take it easy. Stay off your ankle so it won't swell up. I want to ride my bike. I know. But if you'll rest, then maybe you'll fall asleep and dream about it. Then you'll have a whole room full of bikes and motorcycles and souped-up cars. Maybe even a mobile home. Will I? In your dreams. Now, lie back and rest. Yes, Daddy. Isn't somebody going to answer that? Never mind, I'll get it. Hello? Who? Mrs. Welsh? Oh, yeah, Stuart's fine. No thanks to your son, though. I think you heard me. What kind of mother are you anyway, letting your son try to teach my son how to ride a bike? George. What, is he an expert? George. Didn't he realize that the roads are icy out there? George, what are you doing? Give me that phone. Okay, so maybe I can't afford a new bike for Stuart, but that doesn't mean that I... Hello? Hello? She hung up the phone. Can you blame her? What's gotten into you? Nothing's gotten into me. Dad, you know, I took a psychology course this past year, and I'd say you were suffering from... I know what I'm suffering from. I'm fed up, do you understand? I'm, I'm sick and tired of all the... Jimmy, will you quit playing that ridiculous tune? You play it over and over again. Now, stop it. Stop it. Oh, Daddy. George, do I have to give you a timeout and send you to your room? I'm sorry, Mary. Everybody. You just have no idea. Where are you going? Wait! What was that all about? I don't know. But I think your father needs our prayers. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, we're here at the Twin Peaks Motel? So you have no idea where he went, huh? He's been gone how long? I see. Well, he can't exactly hide in a town this size. Uh, Eugene and I will take a stroll, and maybe we'll just bump into him. Okay, Mary. Now, don't worry. I'll call you back in an hour. Okay, bye-bye. That sounds ominous. Well, George left the house a couple of hours ago and hasn't been heard from since. Are things that bad? Apparently. It seems the church treasurer misplaced $800. How? Yeah. 
And now the church can't pay its bills, and they'll probably have to close down. Well, that's terrible. No doubt Mr. Barkley feels responsible. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <sighs> Mr. Whitaker, do you think he's in a frame of mind to uh, do something drastic? Well, I honestly don't know. Look, I suggest we split up and have a look around the town. An excellent suggestion. Huh. Well, where would a man who needs money go? Hmm. Please, Mr. Lionel. I'm in trouble. How ironic. This morning, I was a warped, frustrated old man. What am I now? You're still a warped, frustrated old man, sir, but I desperately need your help. Fat chance, Barkley. I told you my feelings about the future of the church. Why would I want to save it now? Because deep inside of you, there's this man just like me who... <laughs> a warped, frustrated young man? Yes, and you see the potential in this first church of Pokenberry Falls. You know the ministry it could have with just a little more time and oh, care. Oh, come off it, George. You know I don't believe that for a minute. Besides, why would I hand over any money when you'd probably just lose it again? <sighs> Look at you. Crawling in here, clutching a broken bike pedal like a good luck charm. Why don't you go to the rabble you believe in so much and ask them for help? You know they don't have that kind of money. Only you can help me. That's right, George, that's right. And I won't help you. It's time to put this thing out of our misery, right? Be honest. You've hated working at this church almost as much as I've hated keeping it going. Let's call it a day, shall we, son? Let it die. You'll find another church. A man of your skills is bound to be hired as a custodian or a part-time youth minister somewhere. You know, meanwhile, I'll just direct the elders to bulldoze the place. The church is worth more dead than alive, you know. <laughs> the property is quite valuable. Meanwhile, son, you, you go home and enjoy Christmas with your family. What? I said, go home. It's over, George. You failed. It's time to face up to the truth, son. Well, Lord, I... I'm at the end of my rope. I thought you called me to be a pastor here, but it's been nothing but an uphill climb every step of the way. Maybe Mr. Lionel's right. I failed at whatever it was you wanted me to do. Not only at the church, but with my family and my friends. It's time to face up to it. I failed at everything. I'm sorry, God. Just help me. Uh, sorry, buddy. I'm closing up for the night. This, uh... This should only take a minute. I'd like to get a new pedal for my son's bike, so he'll have it for Christmas. Hmm. What kind of pedal? It's uh, it's this one. Hmm. I see. Oh, tell you what. Even though it's Christmas Eve tomorrow, I'm going to be open part of the day. Leave it with me, and I'll see what I can do. Thank you. What is your name and phone number? Uh, George Barkley. Hmm. George Bar... Wait a minute. Your son is Stuart, right? Right. Get out! What? My son Tommy took time out of his busy day to try to teach your son to ride his bike. And what did we get? Abuse on the phone from you about it. 
What kind of pastor are you? you? You talk to my wife like that. She cried for an hour. Look, I'm terribly Forget sorry. Forget it. Don't say a word. Just take your bike pedal and get out of my shop. But, sir, I... Get I, out! Or do I have to slip you a bicycle chain as a convincer? I'm going. I'm, I'm going. Oh, oh Mr. Whitaker? Oh, hi, Eugene. Oh, have you seen him? Not at all. Uh, Evidently you haven't either. No, no. I just wonder where he could have gone. Well, we have, by process of elimination, checked all of the places that Mary Barkley thought he would go. Yeah. Well, let's think of the places we would never suspect that he would go. Where do you suggest? The snowfall's increasing and it's getting quite Uh, cold. Yeah, I don't know. Well, if you were George Barkley and in dire straits, where would you go? Well, maybe we better stop thinking about George Barkley as we know him. Hmm? And just think of a desperate man who may feel as if he's reached rock bottom. Hmm. In that case, I would be inclined to go to that bridge over there, approach the rail, and think about throwing myself into that icy, rushing river, just as it appears that man is doing even while we speak. What? What? Did you say that man? Yes, there in the bridge. That's no man. That's George Barkley. Oh, no. We have to stop him. Mr. Barkley, wait! Stop! What in the world? Wait! Stop! Who who is that? Eugene? No, no, don't do it! Think of your family, your friends! Eugene! George! Wit? Good grief, what is going on? Wait! Stop! Eugene, slow down! The bridge is icy! Eugene, slow down! We can talk in a... Well, I'm sorry to say that for today, we have to end right there in the middle of a really exciting story as we wrap up this Focus on the Family broadcast for Christmas Eve. Uh, we've heard the first part of an Adventures in Odyssey episode called It's a Pokenberry Christmas. And Jim, uh, this has been such a creative and fun twist on the Christmas classic, It's a Wonderful Life. Also, John, we want to tell our listeners about a very special opportunity to enjoy a 30-day scripture reading plan with some of the Adventures in Odyssey characters. It's part of a project called the Public Reading of Scripture. The scripture comes in audio form, and it's designed to be listened to as a family, at a meal, before bed, or anytime. Characters from Adventures in Odyssey, like Wit, Connie, and Jason, read selected passages of Scripture to you and your family. Here's a sample from a reading that features Wit himself. Hello, I'm Wit. Let's read the Bible together. At that time, the Feast of Dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the colonnade of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me, but you do not believe because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. 
John, we're excited about this great opportunity to help families engage with God's Word in a family setting, along with these well-loved characters from Adventures in Odyssey. It's our Christmas present to you. Yeah, and the free audio readings can be accessed in a couple of different ways. Uh, If you're an Adventures in Odyssey Club member, you can uh, get those readings from the Club app in Apple or Android. And thousands of thousands of families enjoy being a part of that club, and you may want to consider uh, joining as well. So you can access streaming episodes of Adventures in Odyssey and other great parenting tools. And then we will provide a link to the Bible reading plan from our website. And all the details are at focusonthefamily.ca. And next time, uh, you can look forward to the conclusion of It's a Pokenberry Christmas. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for joining us for Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller, inviting you back tomorrow on Christmas Day as we once again help you and your family thrive in Christ.